0: Welcome to Under the Blanket Podcast with your host, Baba Love And uh, just relax. And you don't have to get busy listening and analyzing what's being said. And I am someone listening to a podcast. Just be here now and let your ears do their thing. And, you know, if you're driving a car listening to this, uh, you know, pay attention to the road. Whoa, look out for that person. All right. You almost hit them. No, you probably didn't. Hopefully not. Anyway, so I have today, you know, that was kind of a lame joke. You see, uh, my Judge Judy, I have a, the judgmental mind hasn't completely gone away. And I spe- feel my Judge Judy being like, that was a lame joke. Well, wh- Why? how's that your business, Judge Judy? All right, I have today, Marcus. I didn't laugh.
1: I have a joint in my mouth, and I was going to light it, and I thought it would be funny if you introduced me, and then I light a joint right away. But you say, don't kill somebody while you listen to this. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, light up your joint, and uh, listener, if you have a joint or something like that, you know, why not? Partake. You know. And, uh, we're going to, well, I, I wanted to start, we're going to talk about spiritual practices and so on, but I can't help it. I had this dream uh, recently, just recently, well, what, I call it the astral planes. It's another plane, just as real as this plane. That's how I look at it. Um, And I felt I uh, I should mention the dream because uh, for le- regular listeners of the show, I have a podcast nemesis pretend it's pretend though because we're all one it's all one so a nemesis doesn't make sense because it's myself but just as pretend for fun and playfulness and all that i i picked joe rogan because if on the where there is individual differences we couldn't be more opposites he's famous he has celebrities and they're all going on the show they're presenting a persona they're uh, he's he's after money and fame he's got an audience of you could say uh white men in their 20s usually or alt-right and he panders to them
1: well i think it's going it's a lot broader than that
0: yeah well you know i'm stereotyping a little bit um just for fun i the real a uh, level of his audience and what are the dynamics and all that that leave that to the scientists i'm just playing around <laughs> so anyway, he's got an army of the actually he's got an army of these white men and if you just you, you go in any town you never know when they're going to come around a corner and they're going to tell you about vaccines are bad and they're going to tell you to listen to the Rogan show. We're gonna need and to- uh, you okay. know that so, so and also he um I have a small podcast with few people, uh, uh, not celebrities, meaning it's not big. Like he's on Spotify with that big contract and all that. And I'm not about doing it for money. And it's like coming from the heart and, uh, I'm not all right. I'm like left wing. So I figured that's like, but, but that's not me. You see, it's like what I realized, Marcus is I am Joe Rogan. I am all of the audience. I am. Baba Heerlove and all people that listen to Baba Love and all of that. It. It's all one. So it's just like... you like this podcast then? Yeah, but he's just like my pretend podcast nemesis. You see where I'm going with this?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. See, it's all projections of your own mind anyway, so you might as well just play with it.
0: Yeah, just play with it. Like, uh, yeah, and I've talked about him on the show before because, you know, his army of white men in their 20s, all, all upset about how things are, or just they're going to come and tell you about Joe Rogan and to eat uh, elk meat and do DMT and don't do
1: vaccines. (laughs) It's a bloody good thing that he's got them doing DMT because it gives them uh, an uh, insight or a a vision of a spiritual reality.
0: Yeah, I I dig that part. I dig that he talks about that. Um, I just wonder why it hasn't seemed to help him very much. He just seems like it. or, Or maybe it's just because this is probably it. He just goes on the show and he's playing a part. He's not, so you never get to see how DMT may have influenced him because he's, after the money, he has to get the people to the alt-right or, pa- pa- he's pandering to them with uh, you know, a lot of the people he has on and his attitudes about things so that's probably not what he even thinks about things. It makes I
1: mean, it him because he has people on that, that aren't in the mainstream that most people don't agree with it makes it first of all it makes it more interesting. second of all it makes it it makes me trust him because there's a there's a more uh thorough um debate about some of these issues
0: yeah that's a good point i mean you have to i i noticed that that he does even though my ego doesn't like he seems like a bro type you know i'm the king of bros but that's my ego because uh, cause, uh it's not about who I like or no, like, uh, this third sand patriarch says, dis- preferences are a disease of the mind? And, like, you made that good point about, like, well, what's why can't we have all these different people say what they think? Freedom of speech, right? It's interesting to hear all these different points of view, even if you don't agree with them. What, why is that important? Just have uh, Oliver Stone said he was the only person that let him talk in length about the JFK assassination. Why can't that be discussed on other podcasts that are mainstream? I mean, he talked about it, and that's a legitimate mystery that people, and plus, how can people, I mean, I don't get, I looked into that. There's no way that one guy did the shooting the way they said. So it's kind of like he's the (laughs) one few person that addresses things like that, you know?
1: yeah well one of the things they said is there was a, a something called the church committee investigation into assassinations they said based on the the auditory evidence that there were gunshots coming from the grassy knoll and that and, and this is a like a senatorial or maybe i don't know if it's a congressman or a senator but it's this official government investigation and they're saying that the, the, the forensics do not match the warrant commission period yeah this there's no a lot property. of
0: evidence uh, that points to uh, a conspiracy, and it, it's just a really amazing rabbit hole that people could go down and explore. I mean, you don't have to get fanatical about it, which some of his fans might get fanatical about some of the things. But you know, the point being, he's just my pretend nemesis. I have nothing against anyone. I have nothing against Hitler. I, I have nothing against Hitler. Dead. You hear what I just said? I have nothing against Hitler. I have nothing against. Mao Zedong, or any of them. It's all that. I am Mao Zedong. I am Hitler. I'm all of it.
1: The Communist Spiritual Party.
0: Yeah. See, I got my own uh, left wing kind of controversial thing. The word communism is controversial, just like he is alt right. Maybe I have an alt left now. uh, Maybe I'm (laughs) consistently alt left. Middle. (laughs) Or alt middle or something like that. But the thing is,
1: the spiritual uh, Communist Party is communism. Forbid spirituality, or at least it used to. And Mark said that religion was the opiate of the masses.
0: Yeah, I, that's why I find it interesting because uh, uh, if you look into the Communist Manifestos, uh, the ideas of where he talks about all people voluntarily having a common shared control of society and sharing the resources, I'm groovy with that aspect from a spiritual con- con- uh, realization, meaning. humanity realizing the oneness and then operating society as a whole taking into account the resources distributing it evenly like we're one organism so it has the spirit of marx but it just it it it's not marxist is it's not marxism it's not political really i mean i i just i tend to dig some of the leftist political stuff and that's all i don't Feel the answer is political i mean look at like for example anti-war demonstrations if you go to them i've been to one back in the day people are angry there is that going to help being angry you know but i do understand like i but the black lives matter thing like all these different protests i've been to different protests and that's a part of it it's all part of this awakening so even though it's not ideal, you want to be peaceful to create peace. Um yeah. You know, uh, everything is part of waking up. It's all a big process, is how I look at it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, with- I want to get back to this dream about uh, that. Who was in a dream? Um, uh, Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan, right? Um, he it was about podcasts. and I think a, a little bit of this probably has to do with part of me wants to have a, a more successful podcast because this is the dream. This might've revealed some of my psychology. Yeah. Um, I went and there's Joe Rogan in the dream and he's sitting in this like booth where he's creating of his podcast. And he says, I got access to sl- secret celebrity stimulant. And he says, I take four injections a day and I just, all I do is do podcasts. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. And then, and then he's like, I don't even he doesn't even leave his little area. He has this naked woman come and she delivers him his food on this <laughs> little place. That I don't know why I dream about this, but anyway. <laughs> then,
1: no, you want to be you want a naked woman to bring you food and you just sit there and chill it on your podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this has more to do with my own desires than <laughs> politics. But anyway, so I, but then it goes even deeper into my own issues. So this is becoming my therapy session. But whatever. So, um, you know, uh, I, I say, well, what? Don't you want to do my podcast, Joe? And Joe says, I already did your podcast. And I look, I'm looking up on the computer, the episode, and I, and it's only like 45 views. And I'm like, oh, for only 45 views. And I had Joe Rogan on, and I'm like, oh, upset about it. And you know, I I just feel like This is absurd. The idea of uh, we're all one and here and and it's just like this is just a play of life from the perspective of, of spirit. And if I if someone has a podcast out there that one person regularly listens to it, that is everybody. That's everything. Everything is listened to it. Everybody. And I just feel like it's hard uh perhaps in the this current age, uh what the Hindus call the Kali Yuga, where they say all that's important is money and success like that and people that are spiritual, they're fake. I mean it says stuff like this. The ancient Indians predicted that. So I don't know, I thought it was interesting well, to mention.
1: You do a podcast, you have one listener, at least that's one person. So many so many people write poetry or write songs or write stories or write scripts or whatever. There's not even one single person. You know, like of all, of all the songs I've written, most of them, no one has ever heard them. Yeah. Well, how does that make you feel? Well, there's a sense that even though no one has heard them, you're developing as a songwriter. So some people, the, the other songs that you write are better as a result of those foundational songs. But also you're somehow changing the cosmic fabric by creating something and expressing something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like it. It's, a lot of it has to do with these different perspectives. And they kind of go against the culture where, you know, uh, Joe Rogan is seen as like, I mean, he was in the news a lot and things like that, at least in the mainstream corporate Western type news. And like, why? Just because he's got a lot of people listening to him money, oh, he has, listening, it's money. and a controversy. You know? he has yeah, controversy.
1: no one else will talk to like Robert Malone or, or uh, that uh, Peter McCullough, the doctor that was criticizing the way they were treating COVID. But, you yeah. know, this is a pretty political thing, but there was a lot of collusion and there has been, there continues to be, between public health, media, technology, pharma. And I'm glad that somebody is saying something.
0: Yeah, I I, I like, I feel a lot, a lot of left-wing people, they, they also support this. Uh, you know, people think, oh, the left-wing doesn't support this, but uh, a lot of left people were against them taking off Trump and against, because freedom of speech, when you take stop people from saying certain things in the media and you suppress certain speech, whether it's a podcast or social media or whatever, that affects everybody because who's where do you draw the line? Next thing you know, a socialist website that's advocating sharing wealth is banned and then this idea is banned and everything's banned. It just seems like that, you know, if you protect all these extreme kind of people you protect everybody is the idea right
1: yeah well i think that as long as you're not inciting violence you should let people speak even if they say the vaccines are dangerous or whatever let yeah, people uh, the uh, well, CDC, what's your, it's, the cdc it, just got caught uh not revealing their data on uh, 18 to 49 year olds and boosters because it, it has very little value in that age group but it's going to come out eventually did you get boosted
0: no, uh, I'm gonna just people pressure me about this, but I got one vaccine because I looked at the statistics and I, they all this stuff is available on their own websites, mm-hmm. and I looked the the one vaccine I got gives you a sixty percent or something chance to prevent against COVID, and I thought that was gro- groovy, and then it was telling me these other ones, and it said it has a little statistical improvement. Yeah. To, I was like, why? because when I took the one, I was sick for 10 days. It was not fun. It was terrible. It was sick, it, what? Was it j and I don't remember which one, but it was sick. I felt sick for 10 days and it was terrible, but I'm glad what? I got it. I'm glad I'm protected, but then I looked into these other ones like the boosters and it, the statistical stuff doesn't look very much improvement, so why am I going to risk feeling really sick for mm. a little bit of improvement? It just seems like uh, I'll, it's science is often corrupted by capitalism, by making money by these pharmaceutical companies. That doesn't mean I'm anti-vax and I think they're all bad. I'm just saying, look into it. Decide for yourself. Yeah. That's all. And you look give, at different. Give. I looked at the anti-vax point of view. It just seemed not scientific. It didn't make sense. But then I looked into the statistical point of view. That made sense. So I feel like like they say in the east make your mind a servant don't get caught up in emotional arguments i have to believe the vaccines are bad because the government never tells the truth or something like that just look into it and make your own decision and yes there's pressures on all different sides and that's just the way it is in this modern society right yeah Yuga. yeah like we're saying like the Yuga, it's just all ego stuff so everything gets corrupted uh with uh, money and ego and so on so what do we do now we're going to get into these practices how mm-hmm. do we we're in this kind of ego materialistic age if, whether it's the Kali Yuga or not it's debatable but it's it's definitely an egotistical time it's all about money there's a lot of hypocrisy and phony kind of people that are spiritual like remember the 70s gurus a lot of them you could find Like 80% of them had scandals and so on. So that could be depressing for people to to practice in an age like that, you know?
1: Yeah, a lot of spiritual leaders uh, seem to be even, I think, mostly unconsciously, but they're coming up with the whole scheme as a way of getting laid, of being spiritual rock stars or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy for people to be cynical about that. You know, and think there's no real ones. No, no, so, I, I would never say that. Yeah, but I'm just not saying you. I'm saying like people yeah. could go out there and they just look into a few and and they just throw the whole thing out. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. There's a lot you can learn from from listening to people, even if they are uh, sinners, like like Osho or, or uh, Ring Posh uh, Trunkpa. Or, yeah, uh, well, a great P.
0: example, I think, is Deepak Chopra. Uh, people have heard of yeah, him. Sure. Well, he, you know, because I read one of his books called The Buddha. It's like a novel. It's really good. Now, maybe he had a ghostwriter write it. But regardless, it was a good book, and I got something out. I bet you people get a lot out of his words and books.
1: Oh, yeah, but you have
0: to But people have to face he's not actually doing the practices. Like, And he's admitted to this. His son was so sick of him going in there on TV and saying he never gets sad and he's this spiritual guy that he <laughs> never gets sad. It was great his son made this awesome documentary I recommend people watch it Decoding oh, Deepak. So uh, yeah, he and he got permission from his dad and he just exposes his own dad to the <laughs> world as just like a per- like at this one part really sums it up. He's going to meditate for 10 minutes and he can't do it. And he's freaking out about coffee and his Blackberry. This is just 10 minutes meditating. You can't do it. And he does this whole big confession part of the movie. He's like, I don't know about any of this stuff. I just say it good. You know, My his friend died <laughs> who wanted, to, like, his friend sure. that was all about alternative medicine, curing cancer, died of cancer.
1: You know? Well, what was the name of that uh, documentary?
0: Decoding Deepak.
1: Man, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download that right when I get home.
0: Yeah, it's you know, and I'm not against him like I was saying the books are really good and so on. And uh but, you know, it was nice that, that he let all that come out, you know. That he's was cool.
1: Honest, right. I, I mean the joke was my friend was in Omni in New York State and Deepak was there and the, he had a a tea bag hanging out of his mug but Coca-Cola in it. uh in his mug, which is I mean a, a pretty uh pretty modest sin as it goes, but I think he he kind of thinks that's funny. And you know, a lot of spiritual teachers are tricksters. The coyote Timothy yeah, yeah, like so,
0: uh, you know, that could be, it. like, um, I just feel like the there's one thing uh, a, a spiritual trickster teacher will, uh, like, Deepak, where he's not doing, like, at least they, like, um, Trungpa Rinpoche, at least they have some sort of, like, inspiring connection to spirit. I don't know, I just think uh, I tend to go with them, where they're not just totally, like, being like phony as a trick, yeah. but they're actually well,
1: I think it's totally phony. I think with Deepak, a lot of it is the way he speaks, like not not his words, but the the he has that lilting Indian sing songy thing that's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that is really impressive. He's got the charisma. I think that that's what it says that the, when they predicted about the Kali Yuga, that they'll look they'll look like it, they'll wear the robe, and I think that what they're trying to say was. You know, like you were saying about the voice, like Deepak, with his glasses, his voice, he appears calm and content. And that's enough for people in the Kali Yuga, I guess. And that's fine. Yep. I Why, like, I, wh- where did we expect life to be not suffering? That's like, what's the first noble truth of the Buddha? Life is suffering. So why do we have the, why? There, of course, there's going to be Joe Rogan's and Baba Loves, and there's going to be birth and death. And vaccines and diseases and wars. I mean, this is just what the planet Earth is about, you know?
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, it seems like it's a bit of a drag.
0: Yeah, but that that's see that brings us full circle to these practices, right? <laughs> How do we life with suffering? Okay, we've accepted that. That I want. There's a person out there that really can't stand Joe Rogan, but they know they're not supposed to hate on him. And how do we do these practices? What do we do? Like, do we meditate? Do we chant? Do we do psychedelics? What do we do?
1: Cohen has a great uh, line when he says, "When hatred with its package comes, you forbid delivery."
0: So you don't identify with it.
1: Yeah, you reject it. You say, "Well, yeah, it, it feels good to hate." And and I and I found that with the vaccine thing because I'm as a yoga teacher, I'm in a I'm surrounded by anti-vaxxers, and it was quite frustrating. And then I had to kind of check myself and say, well, these people pay your rent. So <laughs> whatever you might think about it, practically speaking, you got to love everybody, which is kind of a cynical way of describing it. But but I, I do want to know more, more about your spiritual practices uh, as someone who achieves these states so easily, or seems to. You meditate yeah, every day? Um,
0: well, my pra- every day when I get up, you know, I don't get up at a specific time, but I, yep. I get up and uh, pretty like I every day I do the just be Ramdas guided meditation on the guided meditation library, which is oh. just like Ram Dass guiding you to just be be here now. And you're just cool. resting in your being. And when I'm in my being, I don't feel separate. I feel what LSD shows that glimpse of. Mm -hmm. Um, when I feel, but you know, I often get caught in my mind, but am I getting caught in my mind? I don't think that's me. I'm not my mind. I'm not my body that sure I get caught in it, but that's just more melodrama. Who I Mm -hmm. really am is the being I keep resting and returning to in the here and now. That's how I look at. We all have that common self, cosmic self, our being, our non-dual state whatever it is. I don't really think it is a big deal. I just think uh, we all have it. The Poodle has it in Idaho. J- Joe Rogan has it. Everybody has this place inside. It's, I don't feel it's anything special to realize it. But... How long as
1: is that a, uh, meditation?
0: Yeah, so I do that just-be meditation, and then I do the Hanuman Chalisa. So the just-be is about quieting my mind, going into the being here about, now.
1: Part of the meditation, the just-be
0: what is it? How long is it? Oh, it's about ten minutes. Okay. And then I do uh the Hanuman Chalisa, which is about ten minutes, and that's about heart, emotional, devotional. That's about my guru Neem Kuro Baba. And I'll look you know, he'll h I have Puja where I do this in my bedroom and it has like picture of Neem Kuro Baba. has some posters from the sixties of Woodstock. It's got Realized Beings, Jesus, Buddha, Hanuman, Kali, different pages from Be Here Now, a painting my mother did. It's like all like a a place to center me. And then I'll do the Chalisa. I'll sing it to my guru, who is myself. So I'm singing it to my cosmic self, trying to open my heart more. And uh, I do these two every day. I've done it every day for over a year. Since I had this uh, dream uh, where my guru told me to do the Hanuman Chalisa, basically, and before <laughs> that this is another story. But, um, but usually I can't say I do it every single day, but usually I do these other practices with it. So I'll do the Hanuman Chalisa, then I'll do uh, I'll read a page from Be Here Now, and I'll sit with it and just let it work on me, like one page, and then I. Ananda Ma is a saint from India, and she has this little video. It's about a minute long of her laughing. And I'll just laugh with Ananda Ma and I just laugh. And she laughs really like crazy, like I do. So we, I really get into it, and it's re- I let go. As I laugh, I let go of separation. So the whole idea is to see where I'm holding on to separation and let that go so I could be more in the state you were talking about. And then, um, after that, uh, I chant Ram 108 times. Ram, 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 Ram. And then if Elise is into it, meaning she's waking up with me, she's into it that day, we look in each other's eyes. I set the timer for five minutes and I go, You are love. And then she goes, You are love. And I go, You are love. And we go back and forth. And that is a great way to begin my day which sometimes I, i'm waking up at night or in the evening i don't have a set schedule but it's a great way to start after dreams and so on so that's just my that's the regular practices i do when i wake up but throughout the day i'm at my puja i'm being here now i'm working on being here now I'll often listen to ramdas lectures for long periods of time hours i'll put on some music and just Do puja and puja is my go to method. I just look at a picture and people say, Well, that's just a picture. You can't get high from looking at you can really get somewhere with looking at a picture. But it does require like a kind of faith, a letting go. So I have that now. So I'll sit there, I'll have my faith, and I'll feel uh, the picture I feel the picture working on me. I feel I go really into these amazing spaces with the picture and to me, it's not a picture. That's my guru. And that he's in the picture. And I'm chilling with him. I'm hanging out with them, And it feels even more real than my relationships with people in the world. Uh, so, and basically, pu- I'm a, insane.
1: What does puja mean?
0: Uh, prayer. I think it's uh, they, call, often call, they call it a puja table. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's, I don't mind. I have a table in the living room, but this one's on the floor, and I got like little trinkets. Uh, people, some of the people I spiritually vibes. one person sent me something from India, a little Kali thing, a leaf from a temple. Sometimes huh. people send me things like that, you know. So, I'll be at the altar. You
1: filmed your uh, filmed your sadhana on uh, me, um, it'd, it'd be a quite an interesting uh, little YouTube video,
0: yeah. That's an idea, right?
1: Let me that, cause i be because I because you know what what i i didn't think it would be that elaborate and kind of uh regimented in a way
0: well you know even though it's like that i kind of like i said i had a dream that got me into doing a one specific practice every day i kind of fell into the consistency of that like uh during the covid covid was a big thing that got me into more discipline covid was I have to admit, COVID was the best thing that happened in my life. I'm Uh, more content, more centered than I've ever been. uh, And I don't know why it did that. But I have to be honest in that. I mean, because a lot of people have got COVID was the worst thing. And their life was changed in negative ways. And people have died. And people got really sick. And they lost their jobs and economically. And here I am. It's the best thing that ever happened. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you got free money. I mean, I we got free money over here. The air, free
0: money it. was nice, but come on. They could have done it every month. Budget back. Say that's the communism I'm talking about. Send me the fucking check. <laughs> you know, I think people would not be against that communism. Like You're getting healthcare,
1: track right? it sky though, right? Cuz eventually there's nobody to give you a check anymore. It's all gone.
0: Yeah, well, that's a whole nother debate or
1: something. I don't know.
0: It's like yeah, um, I
1: would really, mu- I would very much like to see uh, a little movie of that because it's, it's quite an amazing set of rituals.
0: I like. Yeah, to, I'm
1: gonna yeah. listen to that. Uh, uh, just be uh,
0: Ramdas. Yeah, that's a really. I recommend people check that out. It's uh, the Ramdas Guided Meditation Library. It's got all kinds of cool ones. The Jess B is the one that really works but uh, for me. But I, the other ones, I've all done them. They're all great. I've done all of them in a row before. Really, oh, my God. I got so he's, fucking he's, calm.
1: He's one guru that hasn't had a scandal or never had a sex scandal or a money scandal or a power scandal.
0: Yeah, there's, uh, there's not many of those that uh, you could – but, you know, if you look into, say, the ones that aren't, say, popular – in the West, if you look at say Anim Baba is like I guess some popular through Ram Dass, but he's more popular in India I mean because uh, and but he doesn't have the scandals like that, and he's I trust him, and then you got uh Ama and she has a few scandals around her, but not her directly, and it's not really big ones and then you got uh Ananda and all the ones that didn't have scandals have passed on. She died in the early eighties. She had no scandals.
1: And she was yeah, like one of the
0: legitimate ones people said.
1: Or there's Neem Karal Bali uh, Ramdas was gay and then the other the, the other ones with those scandals are females.
0: Yeah. It seems I, like
1: it's for straight guys to not
0: exploit the situation for sex. I'm trying to think of a, a straight guy guru. I don't know that... But I don't know that he would he would be a
1: guru. He's just a kind of a teacher but he never this?
0: had any. Who would you just say? Alan Watts. Yeah, Alan Watts. I, he wouldn't call himself a guru. He call himself like a spiritual comedian or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He would call himself that. I don't. I'm familiar with a lot of different ones. I'm just uh, I, none are coming to my mind right now. Um, yeah, except uh, you know, the 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 Ramana Maharshi. But these are ones that have long since passed on. I'm trying to think of any recent ones. That's the thing. It's like it seems like now it's not like we live in a time where it's not about gurus. It's about we're the guru. It's about satsangs. It's about spiritual communities. It's about the guy in you know Arkansas, Bubba the Buddha, that realizes this. I think we live in a time where it's meant to be spreading more like that rather than any type it's of Indian
1: idea that that doesn't really translate that well to the west
0: yeah i feel like it, it had a time where it was connecting with people uh especially in the west and it was the 60s people were and the 60s and the, into the 70s especially when, mm-hmm. when people expanded with psychedelics as a culture and then they were open to receive all these teachers and gurus from the east and it was like an influx of them they made a really good movie called starseed about that and it's really good and some of them had scandals yeah but look at it just look at it from the perspective of the people being affected by it like yeah some of them you'll read about them today and find out they were this and that but look at the people meditating around them they're doing pretty good with it like we were saying you could like this one guy Mukhananda, he uh and Ramdas one of the cool things in the Ramdas book that came out is he exposed in a very loving way his dealings with these types of gurus the power hungry ones cuz mm-hmm. he remembered a time where you know they go and they they're sitting before their devotees oh they're so wise but two of the gurus were in private these big ones Mukhananda and the set big in the 70s and this Sai Sacha Baba who's got so many controversies like he you name it he's got controversies he's got thousands of people saying he raped them kids mm-hmm. and uh, legitimate evidence that he faked miracles now Ramdas doesn't see through those types of people so he's saying Mukha and Sacha Sai Baba, and they're fighting about how many followers they have. And he's like, he can't help it. They're like two middle school kids. And just he's just like, why am I around these people? And he realized his own attraction to power. Yeah. And uh, that's why he, because they had power. Because even though they were controversial and egotistical, they had power of some sort. Well, and Tim said something really
1: interesting in, 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 uh, cause 73, by 73, the, the, actually, LSD use is not changing, but the context is changing. And, and, and he says this is when the soul fuckers come in and they're, uh, going to exploit people's spiritual yearnings that have been opened up from LSD and kind of hijack them for their own interests. Whereas psychedelics tend not to have these, uh, there's no interloper. You don't need anybody else. It's just you and, and God directly connected.
0: Yeah, uh, it depends how you look at it. Because, you know, if you look at it, for example, as, like, your guru is dead. And he's just sitting there in a picture. I don't need him. He's just like a mirror to see myself. So I feel it's just that it's a mirror. I'm just using it as a mirror. Uh, It's not like I'm doing it because I'm just so caught up in it. And I have to follow him and I'm dogmatic about it. So I just feel that it's... uh, Feel out, the person should go with their inclinations. Famous guru said that, Ramana Maharshi, go with your inclinations. If your inclinations are not with guru types, then don't go to that. If your inclinations are to psychedelics, go with that. Go with your inclinations and your karma. So say your inclinations are to psychedelics, but you're not in a situation where you could access them, so maybe it's a better idea to do meditation. So you consider your karmic predicament as well.
1: Well, I think that that meditation, uh, there's not a psychedelic person. Maybe there's a, is out there somewhere. Hamilton Morrison said that how do we know that the the uh, peak experiences you get without psychedelics are as, as real or as meaningful as the ones that you get from psychedelics? But generally speaking, people into psychedelics promote meditation. Conversely,
0: meditation people have a dim view of psychedelics. I Well, yeah, may, I mean, that would be uh, who knows what the statistical analysis of all that is. But, yeah, what you're speaking in generalizations, I've seen what you're talking about in meditation, people putting down psychedelics online or in situations I've been at and so on. And what you're saying. Yeah. But, what, you know, being involved with the Ramdas community, those people are pretty Usually, cool with psychedelics, but then again, I posted a poem about like Richard Albert dying from shrooms, and a little poem about how being here now and take and talking about here now, and he died from shrooms. Shroom, not like his ego died. It was just a poem, <laughs> but people on the Ramdas group got really upset and started talking and anti. We shouldn't be focusing on that aspect of Ramdas and all this stuff. my brother died from crack and you know the usual stuff. Yeah. Anti so grouping all drugs together, people that are afraid of it, um, people that have had bad experiences and so on. Fair enough. So I, understand. I didn't expect to find that in a Ramdas community, you know? I mean if
1: you have a a, a a there's even Timothy Leary said there's nothing quite as bad as a bad acid trip. You know like if you've had a, a scary experience on psychedelics and you're whereas with meditation it's grounding and relaxing and beautiful and i can see you it, it, it almost seems sinister to be advocating
0: for yeah that's for why i know. personally don't advocate that yeah because of the things like that but i do partake in them i or used i have did months and months ago you know i think that
1: just on, on psychedelics and psychotherapy and otherwise, the idea that it's a peak experience or an epiphany or an, in, uh, uh, an insight, I think that's a minority of what psychedelic therapy is about. Most of it is about bioenergetic processing and uh, the stuff where it's a really dark, painful experience is, is that type of bioenergetic processing and you have to open yourself up to that. And if you're not ready to do that, you don't don't take the ticket, don't buy the ticket because you can't take the ride.
0: Well, what about the issue of coming down, uh, having a bad landing? Cause, uh, I remember specifically, I had a really amazing enlightening spiritual trip, but then when I was coming down, I didn't want that to end. Yeah, I'm sure so I it. clung, I clang, clung, yeah. clang. My <laughs> mind was clinging <laughs> to the high clinger and, uh, that created a bad effect on me. I ended up in the hospital for two days because of my coming down, not the effects of the drug had wore off, but it was my dealing with the after effects of it. I mean, that is a big issue I think people need to deal with in the psychological community is the, the after the trip, like just because the trip's good. What about the landing? What about the next week? You know,
1: well you have such a talent for religious ecstasy. Most people don't have that, so they that's probably not going to be an issue for most people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it, just, it, it maybe that has to do with my own particular situation of that time. That was many years ago, but it was I haven't had anything like that occur recently. But you know that, you know, what I find is interesting is that with the that sometimes I will even turn on uh, that Timothy, this t- Timothy Leary turn on, tune in, drop out thing. Oh, yeah. Just to, because I have that ability to make, to have go into the trips. And I'll uh-huh. put that on and I'll just be open to it and I'll just allow it. And I'll see the stuff you do on psychedelics, the visual stuff, and feel really deep into it sometimes. And that's kind of like, because you learn to use your mind like that i, I just think well, it's I this practice a, remember
1: uh i do this encounter ritual every season and it's coming up in a couple of weeks and i do uh, Timothy <laughs> prayers, uh and it takes you through uh like cellular energy dna elemental energy your shock your senses and at the end it's it's prayers for re-imprinting and uh that kind of speaks to the problem of reintegration or, or the transition from the psychedelic experience into the kind of mundane world. Well, uh, you know, it,
0: we are reaching near the end of the show, but I wanna sum up with this is that we're talking about practices and so on. Um what you do realize at a certain stage in this journey is that all of it is part of awakening. That it's you never get a time off. there is this stage where taking a shit is just as spiritual awakening practice as a psychedelic eating you sit and you'll say a mantra before you eat walking down the street you'll feel each step each step as you step that brings you to the here and now and you see how beautiful everything is around you and you see it's all gone it really all all of it is practice what were you saying well,
1: all it's like all your experiences will be peak experiences. You know, it's 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 people say, well, I can feel like I do on LSD or Ayahuasca just by willing it to be that. And I'm skeptical of this claim. I, I certainly couldn't do that. And I don't think, I think if, if I felt like that normally, it would be pretty scary. I don't mean ecstasy or, or, or a pleasure pleasurable feeling, but like, you know, I can't do that at will. Even, you know, taking a step or.
0: Well, I think it just comes to the point where you doesn't matter high or low you get to this point where who we are is beyond any high any low any sensation we are this place this place there is no separation and from this place we watch him be high or him be low or ecstasy or any of that or taking a shit and it it, it really is all okay It really, it just comes, it becomes simplicity. I I feel like we go, you know, have these stages where we go on all these peak experiences, but eventually it becomes a return to simplicity, innocence, openness, this moment, now this moment, now this moment, you know what I mean? Just open, just, just, ah, you know? Yeah. Well, I really want you to thank you for doing the show. We went a little over the time I usually do, but I was this was interesting.
1: Yeah, this was the longest one yet. Yeah, we're all, we're almost if we do another three hours, we could have a Joe Rogan length podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to promote. So you know, since this is Joe Rogan's podcast, I gotta mention eat elk meat, uh, do DMT, um, buy fleshlight, enter code five 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 six three two to get your fleshlight. And it has Joe Rogan's face on the vagina in a circle. So around the vagina lips, little Joe Rogan faces. And as you, you know, put it on your wiener, you watch Fox News. okay? so Fox News blaring in the background. You and you on your tattoo on your right arm says, I haven't got the vaccine. I am free from fear on your left arm. And make sure you chant Joe, Joe, Joe. okay? sounds good. Let's do it. So promote <laughs> promote your uh, stuff.
1: Marcus Romery. My book is Shamanic Graffiti about psychedelic therapy, the brain, psychedelics, Hollywood Hospital near Vancouver, 20-year LSD therapy clinic. I had all the files. Uh, it's on Kindle. Second edition is, is up on Kindle now. And uh, you can't really get the second edition in print yet unless you find me on Facebook, Marcus Romery. Uh, Instagram, new Huxley with a U and an I. I shouldn't have called myself that on Instagram. And then also, uh, therummery.ca is my website.
0: All right. Well, thank you for doing this show. And, you know, what you were saying about, like, skepticism and all this. Like, I want everyone to know out there that I don't – it doesn't matter what I – like, if you think I'm right about this or wrong – argue for it or against it. Or he, what does any of that matter? It's all okay. And I don't want to convince anybody. I am just here. I'm just here. This is it. This is the moment. Ah, And I, ah, I, I, this comes from my heart. I just think that is the difference, Say, if there is a difference between me and Joe Rogan, I guess, is I'm coming from the heart with this. And I don't care if you think I am or I'm not. And Joe Rogan's coming from his dick, and I'm gonna <laughs> cut it off. <laughs> anyway. Not really there. What a crescendo. <laughs> <laughs> See that coming. All right. So, all I'm saying basically is we don't have to take ourselves so damn seriously. It's in this place, it's light. The cosmic joke light, light is light. Light, everything about devouring light. Well, and it's light, and light being light laughing get it so just take it easy everyone bye bye see you everywhere is everything thanks marcus
1: no.